You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou... Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we invite you into this time of worship, Lord. We ask that you would bless us with words that help us to understand. We ask you to also bless us with the wisdom of knowing how we are being called by you in this place, at this time, in the way that you have determined. Again, almighty God, Look with kindness upon your people and bless us for coming into your sanctuary. It is in your name, Lord Jesus, that we pray this way. Amen. I am going to teach you some masonry this morning. I don't think anybody here is interested in that craft of masonry. But I do believe that we have something to learn from what we have been doing this past week. At least I can see its connection to the Holy Gospel for today, and I hope that you will too. So we've been invited on a project to do a stone staircase. So we're coming in at the end of this project. All of the stone walls are in place. So you go up a flight of stairs, not yet, but we're supposed to do that, to a landing, to another flight of stairs, to a landing. All of the steps and the landings are done with limestone from granite that has come from India. There's no way that we want to make a mistake because getting a replacement piece most difficult each of the landing stones are five foot by five foot at two inch thick granite weighs 30 pounds a square foot each stone is 750 pounds you know my son Nathan he's only 160 I'm a little over 200 we are responsible to get these stones put into place. So we use a basic principle that is used by a lot of construction workers. So the first thing we do is we take and we put a line across, a measuring line. And then once we have that measuring line and we're sure that we are correct and it's parallel to where we have to fit, we put another line in which is called the plumb line, so that we can make measurements off of this. So once we have these two lines in place, we then can take specific measurements. And then we have to take that 
measuring line and plumb line and put it on this huge piece of granite. Then we can begin to transfer the numbers to make sure that this piece is going to fit. Because at 750 pounds, we're just not lifting it up and putting it in place and seeing if it fits. It has to be cut accordingly. So those measuring lines are put in place specifically for us to transfer those numbers onto this big slab so that we know what needs to be cut off. And then once we have it cut off, we use a rail system where we take boards and we set it across the place where this stone has to fit. And then we use black iron pipe. And you'd be amazed with black iron pipe you get it under that stone with one hand you pushed at 750 pounds where you need it. That's one way to get it there. Now we have to get it down where it's supposed to fit. So the reason we have to take so many close measurements is that when you begin to lower the stone at that weight, you want it to be able to go right into place. So then what we do is we take two support systems and we salvaged an old railroad track and that is what we suspend between the ladders and from there we put a come along we strap up the stone and with one hand you ratchet the 750 pound stone up while the other person just gently floats it in the air you put it in reverse and you gently lower the stone. If you have measured correctly off your reference lines, the stone goes right into place and sits where it's supposed to sit. It is a process, and it is a little bit nerve-wracking. But nevertheless, it is something that proves itself. It helps us in understanding the gospel message for today. The gospel that Jesus Christ is proclaiming. He goes and he enters into his hometown. He goes into the local synagogue there and he begins to pro preach and proclaim the word of God. You heard what their response was. Where did this guy get this from? Where did this wisdom come from? Where did the power of healing in his hands, where is this all from? But then they laid out a different line of measurement. And they began to say, no, no wait a minute, no, wait a minute. We're measuring who this person is. Yes, we just recognize the things that he is capable of doing, but nevertheless, He's a carpenter. He's a simple, ordinary. He used to work in the local village here. And went on to say that, you know what? As a matter of fact, he can't be anything special because we knew his mom. And we know his brothers. We know Joseph. We know Joseph. We know Judas. We know Simon. His sisters are still living in this town. And they took offense at Jesus. And Jesus could only heal a few because they did not believe. 
You see, what happened was that measuring line that I was talking about that we were using to set that big piece of stone in place, to make sure the dimensions, that everything that was outside of those measurements was cut off and put away, they were using a different set of measurements. They weren't measuring Jesus from the spiritual perspective. They weren't measuring Jesus from the fact that he was God in flesh. They were measuring him at the position of they seen him grow up as a kid and they didn't think he was anything special. And they had no belief in who he was. There is a powerful peace for us. Because if you use those system of measurements, like I was explaining to you that we write, that we put on the base, that we put on the stone, you put a measuring line and you put a plumb line. Here's what Almighty God says in 2 Kings chapter 21, verse 13. The measuring line that I stretched out over Samaria will now be stretched out over Jerusalem. The plumb line that I used to determine that Ahaz was not in a relationship with me is the plumb line that I will now put in place against Judah and Jerusalem. You see, for you and I, one of the things we have to understand is that the measuring line and the plumb line is in our midst, it's in our life at all times. Look at the cross. The cross has a measuring line and it has a plumb line. The measuring line that is used for you and I is faith. Our trust in Almighty God. If you want to fit, if you want to be able to be lifted in the heaviness of life, if you want to fit into the kingdom of Almighty God, it has to come through these two measurements. Faith and Christ. Faith. Being sure of what you hope for. And certain of things unseen. What happened in Jesus' hometown is they were using the wrong systems of measurement. They changed from a spiritual and a godly substantiated and established system of measure. The scripture tells us what our faith is. We don't have to make anything up. All we have to do is look at the word of God. Our faith is recorded in the word of God. And we don't have to wonder what Jesus has done for us because it also is recorded in there. The system of measurement that we are held under to cut the waste off of us so that we fit is all done by Almighty God. We shouldn't change those measurements. It was twice in this week that I also heard words that saddened my heart deeply. The words that I heard were this. A person saying to another person, which was shared with me, I'm against organized religion. You know what? So am I. I am against organized religion. 
I am all about a relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the plumb line. It's not about following a specific set of standards or traditions per se, unless they're passed down from Christ himself. That's called apostolic teaching. These things are given to us. We can't change the standard. We can't change the measurements. And I heard also this week a very similar thing about a concern about the church. I have to be perfectly honest with you. We know that the church is not perfect. But we also know that there are different churches that have different leaders. And one would be extremely naive to think that in the midst of what God had instituted, the church, that there wouldn't be those that would not follow his measurements. And they would do things from their own measurement. So we have to know and understand that it is not all the churches that fall under that charge of being organized religion. But you need to come into God's sanctuary. You need to be present in his sanctuary to hear his word, to read his word daily, to have the Holy Spirit and the sacraments that Jesus had instituted. Here's where they come from so that we know that the measurement is correct. There is no other way for us to be in a relationship with God other than Jesus Christ. There is no other name by which you can be saved, it says in Acts chapter 4. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He said those words in John chapter 10. There is but one pathway to the eternal presence. And God has given and instituted the church so that we are supposed to be about, bless you, the measuring line and the plumb line. To be in faith and to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's exactly the second part of the gospel for today. For after they moved away from Christ, they didn't take away his power. If you remember from last week when the pastor was preaching on the gospel, there was a woman who was hemorrhaging for 12 years. And there was the leader of the synagogue, Jairus, who came to him and said, my daughter is sick. What did both of them have in common? They both had faith and they both trusted Jesus. And in there, the power of healing took place. Jesus now takes the disciples and sends them out two by two. He tells them, 
Take only your staff, that which you need for support, that which you need for correcting, that which you need for defense of the flock. That's all you take. Take one pair of shoes. Don't take two tunics. Only take one. Don't matter how cold it's going to get at night. God's going to supply a place for you to be in comfort. He will be with you all the way. The disciples are sent out to proclaim the word of God. To deliver the message of here is the measuring line and here is the plumb line by which you have to measure yourself from. Not you measuring God and saying, I don't believe these things. Here is the measurement I wish you to fit under. That's the wrong position. So every time we look at the cross, I hope we do remember these powerful pieces that it is faith and our relationship with Jesus Christ that qualifies us. It was about six or seven years ago I had the opportunity to stand before this congregation and I shared a word with them that afterwards one of the council members said to them, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I was really feeling good about myself until that sermon. We talked about the Ten Commandments. And I basically explained in five minutes how every day we break every one of those commandments. But here's the good news. The relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came and he was the only one that was able to keep every commandment. And we are justified by our faith in him. So by trusting in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we are found to be righteous in God's eyes. We are found to be obedient because we have that righteousness through what Jesus did. There's no other way that we can fit, that we can be lowered in life to the place where God wants us to be unless we are measured from the faith of scripture from the relationship of Jesus Christ it is the most important thing today as a nation we celebrate independence independence from Great Britain in 1776 with the Declaration of Independence. My concern is with people who believe that the church at whole has failed them and that it is organized religion. My heart breaks for them because it almost sounds like they want to be independent from God. That is something we cannot do. We can have a temporal independence from another country, but spiritually, if we ever try to be independent from God, to quote a friend, let me know how you make out with that. Amen. 